Welcome to the Reality Check Podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So today's episode, I just wanted to give you an update because I haven't really made a podcast for a while and I wanted to let you know where I'm going. Um, basically, I've been writing my next book, How to Get Your Shit Together, this whole time. I It's been taking quite a while and I've been working on it for a long time, obviously, um, but I'm really enjoying the process. Every time that I sit down to write, I'm getting about three and a half thousand words in. And, you know, by, by the looks of it, I'm thinking that the whole book itself will be about, you know, about a hundred thousand words. I'm, I wanting to take the time to slowly get it done because, you know, I want it to be perfect. This, this book is going to be the book that I wanted to have when I was growing up. And in order to make it as good as I can, I need to dedicate as much time to it as possible. So what I'm basically doing is I'm waking up every morning, I'm doing some sort of exercise, either running or weights, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, or maybe some Tai Chi. Then I'll meditate, and then I'm into writing. And I'll usually sit down for, you know, two to three hours, have a bit of a break, go to the park, stretch my legs out, get back onto it, and then do some more exercise at night. And that's basically what I'm doing, doing this whole time. So... What this book will end up involving will be basically around 50 different chapters um, covering all the different aspects of what it would take for you to get your shit together. Now, this is what I'm doing to help improve my life. And I'm writing the book for two reasons. One, because I wanted to summarize everything that I'm doing that has helped me get to the place I'm in now. I'm not saying that I've got my shit together or that I'm an expert in this. Rather that I'm a living example of someone trying to get their shit together. So a lot of the time I've read self-help books and I've seen that they're written by people who are academics. People who have studied mental health, but haven't really lived it. And they'll talk about stuff through case studies or through, you know, statistics. But there's this sort of disconnect between the reality of what it's like to live with a mental illness and you know, what they're presenting. So their solutions, whilst they're great, they're often, they often miss the boat somewhat. This isn't to say that these books aren't valuable. I found a bunch that I I highly recommend and refer back to a lot. But that disconnect sometimes leaves myself as a reader and many other readers wanting more. So I wanted to fill that gap. I'm I'm quite a prolific reader, so I've read probably about 100 plus self-help books of a bunch of different varieties. So I basically wanted to summarize what I've learned from reading those books, as well as, I suppose more importantly, what worked with my lived experience with mental health problems and coming from a traumatic childhood. My book will be broken down into six components, overcoming anxiety, defeating depression, moving on from trauma, getting organized, finding meaning, and following your dreams. And the reason I'm breaking it down into those components is, once again, because most self-help books, I feel, don't cover all of the aspects of what someone would need to recover. They either only focus on overcoming the trauma and the mental health aspect of things, but they don't really suggest a purpose or a reason for being. So my book will be different in the senses in that it won't only provide you with methods of overcoming the past and sort of being able to live with and deal with the stuff that you're facing internally. It'll also give you a reason for being. Because, you know, what's the point of not being depressed if you don't really have a future to go towards? 
What's the point of moving on from trauma if you don't have anywhere to move towards? So my book will cover both sides of it from the overcoming the anxiety sort of things, but also into the finding meaning and following your dreams. What's the whole point? How do you motivate yourself? How do you set a goal? How do you even know what you want from life? And once you do know what you want from life, how do you set yourself up in the best circumstance to achieve those goals, those dreams, and find meaning with life? How do you answer the questions that can sometimes sort of haunt and plague you or even send you back into depression? My book hopefully will hopefully cover that range of aspects. And on the other side of things, I found that books that do cover those topics often don't address the mental health side of things. Because if you think about it, let's say you've got a massive dream that you want to accomplish. It could be quite overwhelming to even start. There'll be a lot of failures along the way, a lot of setbacks, a lot of motivational problems. All of those issues can lead to mental health concerns that the book simply doesn't address. And and it can be, you know, from my experience, it can be quite triggering, you know, like I've taken a lot of steps towards following my goals and, you know, finding my meaning and all of that sort of stuff. And along the way, my mental health has gone up and down and it's been a bit more tumultuous because, you know, I'm risking more. So what I wanted is for my book to cover all of those different sides of things. And the final part of the book, the middle part involves getting organized. And this is more of a practical application, but what I've what I've discovered over my recovery period is that coming from a traumatic past in which my, my father particularly was quite just emotionally and practically neglectful to me, I had a lot of I have a lot of deficiencies in my knowledge, a lot of gaps, a lot of things that I wasn't taught or wasn't even shown the importance of. So the idea of getting organized involves the practical understanding or the practical way of getting your life back on track, you know, working out your finances, learning how to learn, learning how to structure yourself, being able to plan for the future. All of these things that a lot of people from, you know, a more comfortable childhood just sort of, they just sort of learn or they, these skills that people just sort of take for granted. So I'm calling the book, How to Get Your Shit Together. And this is, yeah, sort of my attempt to get, to help get my shit together and to help other people get their shit together. I'm going to release it in a unique way. I'll be making it into a paperback, ebook, and audiobook available through Amazon and Audible. But beyond that, I want to make my book free to the public. I think that information, and particularly helpful information, should be free and easily accessible. So what I'm going to do is, once I've written the book and released it and got it all, all done ready to go. I'm going to release a chapter every month and I'm going to release the chapter every month until the whole book's out. And it'll probably be, the release will probably go over, what would it be? Maybe four to five years, depending on how many chapters there are. But the idea will be that if you want to, if you can't afford to purchase the book eventually, and you know, I'll keep posting this on my social media and through my email subscription, you'll get the book delivered to you for free. And I'll post each episode as a podcast and also a blog that you can read. So why am I doing this? Like I said, I want to, I want to be able to help as many people as possible. So although I'll be giving away quite an extensive body of work for free, I think it's worth it because I want to be able to help people. Now on the other side of things, I do need to make a living. So that's why I'm offering it as 
a book form. So if people want it to have it conveniently all at once in one package, they can. If they want the physical copy, they can. If they want it as an ebook for their phone, they can. If they want it on Audible, they can get it that way. And I'm also going to be asking people for a Patreon donation or a Patreon subscription. And this is basically a way that people can support content creators when those content creators put out content that they like. I'm only going to be asking for $1 a month. Obviously, people can choose to donate more if they choose to. But I'm going for $1 a month mainly because on the people donating it on your end, if you choose to donate that $1, it won't really come as much of a detriment to you in the sense that on your end, $1 won't really impact your life that much each month. You will basically won't be able to notice it. But on my end, if a bunch of you get together and all donate $1 per month, it will be quite noticeable on my end. What my goal is ultimately is to be able to move into mental health advocacy, writing, speaking, all of that sort of stuff where I can help as much people as possible in a full-time capacity. I know this will be a slow process and all of that sort of stuff, and I'm willing to take that time. But what I'm aware of is that, you know, doing all of this sort of stuff, and trust me, writing takes a long time. Um, you know, I need to be able to, right now I'm squeezing that time in, in between work and a whole bunch of other commitments. But the more the, the more support I can get from you guys, the better help I'll be. But once again, I'm aware that some people, you know, for some people, their money is so tight that even $1 a month is unaffordable. And for those people, it's out there for free. All they have to do is sign up to my social media or my email subscription and I'll send it to you. So I hope you're as excited about this book as I am because it's, it's, um, it's, 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 I'm putting a lot of my heart and soul into this piece Right now, I'm about I'm I'm a bit more over two thirds of the way through. I I predict that the whole thing will be about a hundred thousand ish words, about fifty chapters, and like I said, it will cover a wide variety of topics from every aspect of self help that I've found being able to discover myself. The chapter that I just wrote today um, comes from the find meaning section, and I'm talking about the concept of you either win or you learn. Now, like I said, later on, I'll release this chapter in full, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of a taste. Basically, what this chapter will involve is sharing the concept that although failure hurts, although losing can be a, a, a cut to your ego, if you learn from that experience, then it doesn't matter. Like The whole point of losing is to learn. So if you lose and you don't learn anything, that's when it matters. So let's 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 look at an example of this. In my role as a teacher, I see students leaving their their you know exam questions blank, both in essay responses and and in multiple choice questions. So even though there's no punishment for getting it wrong, even though they could guess, they choose to leave it blank. Now, when when I ask why, the most common response is that they didn't want to appear stupid to the examiner. They didn't want the person marking their paper to think that they're stupid. This this response is even given when the papers are marked anonymously and when they'll never even meet the person marking the paper. There's this fear of failure, this fear of looking stupid that people seem to apply. And it's not just for students, in, it's in everyday life. I have a lot of conversations with a lot of people about their goals, dreams, desires, what they want to accomplish. And... You know, people have amazing ideas, revolutionary ideas that could change their lives and the lives of other people, but they never even start. And this is a massive 
a massive issue to me because if if you never start, you're guaranteed to fail. Do you know what I mean? If you if you if you never even try, you're destined to fail. It, it's it's a guaranteed. But if you do try, there's at least a chance that you will succeed. Now, on the other side of things, obviously, if you do try, you're on the risk of failure, and that can come at a, a quite a significant mental cost. But I look at it this way: at the end of my life, would I prefer to have tried and failed, to have learnt, to have tried again, to eventually, you know, keep pushing and pushing and pushing? Or would I prefer to have just played it safe and died in, you know, relative safety, but having a bunch of things that I've never even tried to attempt because I was too fearful of doing so? For me, I choose to try. For me, I choose to risk failure and to keep going. And you've heard me talk about it before, but I'll mention it again. This is one of the prime aspects of my martial art Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Every night, I'll step onto the mat and I'll lose. Basically, Whenever you do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you're rolling with someone, you're wrestling with someone, you're trying to get the person to the ground, hold them there and apply a submission hold or a joint lock on them. But inevitably, someone will best you and you tap out. You basically say to them, to yourself and to everyone watching, this person beat me. Now, probably literally every time I go into train, every day, I'm tapping out to someone. I'm saying, hey... I lost. But this is a good thing, because every time I tap, I'm learning where I'm weak at. I'm learning how how I, I can be beaten, where I need to improve. It, it, it triggers a lot of thoughts that I need to start considering. You know, is my mindset right? Am I fit enough? Am I asking my coach the right questions? What more can I do? What can I learn from this, quote, failure? Over time, with each repeated tap, I'm slowly filling in the gaps of, you know, of my knowledge. Why this is a good thing is that, let's say I do eventually have to defend myself in a self-defense situation. I know that my technique works. Why? Because I've applied it in a real-life situation. I know where my weaknesses are. And what I, what I need to do to keep pushing, because I've had, had it exposed to me over and over and over again. I'm going into the, you know, a potentially dangerous real life situation. Obviously, I'll try and avoid it and all that sort of stuff. That's a different, that's, that's um, a conversation for a different podcast. But I know that every day I'm working on my weaknesses, working on my weaknesses, trying to improve, trying to improve, trying to improve. So that if, if a real life situation does arrive, I'm in the best place to address it. Now, the real benefits of training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu come when you apply those lessons of repeated failure to your life. So everything that I'm doing in real life, I'm constantly looking for ways to improve. If I fail in something, how can I get better? What can I do to improve? I, I want to hopefully transition the lessons that I learn on the mat to my real life situation. So once again, the topic of this chapter that I just wrote will be called something along the lines of you win or you learn. So I want to leave you with that. If there's something that you've been wanting to try, you know, that you've been wanting to do that you're not, you know, you, you, you think you might fail, that you're not confident with, that you're worried about what other people think of you, you know, if you do fail and that's holding you back, cut all of that and get started. 
I mean, imagine if you waited and waited and waited for years, you know, two, three, four years to get started. How much further behind will you be? You'll still have to address that failure. You'll still have to go through that losing and learning process. Only this time you'll be four years slower or four years behind than where you could have been. In my mind, it's far more it's far more logical to start now, start losing now, and start learning now, rather than waiting and waiting and waiting and potentially missing the opportunity completely. So I want to leave you, leave you with that. If there's something that you've been meaning to get started, but you're afraid of failing, take this as the cue to get started now. Take the first step, risk the failure, and just just you know learn if you do. In this regard, I'd love to hear from you. So if you've got something to tell me, please comment to me on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, a bunch of places at Zach P. Phillips. You can also find me on my website at Zachary-Phillips.com. And from there, you can check out links to how to get your shit together, as well as my first book, Under the Influence. And if you want to support me, you can head over to patreon.com slash Zach P. Phillips and consider contributing $1 per month. Like I said, it'll be almost unnoticeable on your end, but collectively, it'll make a massive difference on my end. Thanks for listening, Gus.